2: Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at the central station of cnjradio.com. Okay, it is now time for part three of the top 40 albums of 2021. We're into the top 20 now, so let's just get right into it coming in at album number 20, and still a very high ranking in the overall point system. Man, I, I, I've i said it over and over again during this countdown. Anybody who makes under this countdown has an excellent, excellent must-own album here for you to purchase, so go get it. And another one here you should get. Once again, the number 20 album. I believe this is the third solo album by this gentleman right here, and I say gentleman because apparently he's a really cool guy. I know people that have interviewed him, and apparently he is solid, but that all being said, the music is what counts here on this show. So, Jason Beeler, formerly of Saigon Kick, has a new record out, and get ready, I'm going to see if I can do this in one take. The album is called Songs for the Apocalypse, and in parentheses, An Auditory Excursion of Whimsical Delirium, officially under the name Jason Beeler and the Baron Von Bielski orchestra yeah a mouthful but the music itself is so awesome experimental crazy over the top that it deserves a title like that this album came out on January 22nd of 2021 on Frontiers Records there there the, I think Frontiers has two representatives here on this countdown and this was self-produced Jason is a man of many talents and many hats And if you're like me, you know, nothing wrong with them first two Saigon Kick records. Love them to death. But I'm actually kind of a bigger fan of the slightly more artsy and experimental side of Saigon. On the Water and Devil in the Details albums. If you're a fan of those records like I am... You're going to love this record, so let's just get right into it. If you're a longtime fan or observer of Jason and Saigon Kick, you're going to recognize this unmistakable voice right away. So yeah, my current favorite song off of this record, it's called Anthem for Losers. kicking off the show here today and the number 20 album of 2021 Jason Beeler and the songs for the apocalypse record it is a awesome top to bottom listen as are all of these albums from this point on especially I mean come on you just got to get them all but yes go get that Jason Beeler album and go get this next one right here coming in at number 19 the R&B soul neo soul throwback whatever you want to call it the album that is that of the year courtesy of a band from bloomington indiana of all places wow i would have guessed chicago or philly or something like that with this sound but hey nothing wrong with it I'm, I'm from the frickin' suburbs of texas so i'm not gonna hate but man duran jones and the indications if you love good time classic throwback r&b soul all those things i just said then you have to get this record. It is law. Every time I preach about getting a Home release or, you know, any of the Sharon Jones or Charles Bradley albums of the last decade and change, it's, it's all the things I would say about this record too. And I was crude to Duran Jones up until this point. This is their third album. It's called Private Space. It came out on July 30th of 2021. But now I got to go back. I got to go get all the other two records. Uh, this thing, I just listened to it a lot. It was just a matter of uh, it was at the record store, hanging out at Good Records, and so we listened to him, and I was like, "Damn, I really like this. It's uh, got that great classic roller rink vibe." And you're going to get that kind of vibe massively with this song right here. I know this is the song they're pushing, and they got a video out for it, but it really is a great song. And so, just in case you've never heard it, you're going to hear it here on Rock Strikes Ten. If you're ready for it, but just in case you are, this is with you. <laughs> Alright, Don't It Make It Feel Good, that was With You by Duran Jones and The Indications. That album is called Private Space, go get that record. I mean, come on, how how do you not buy that record after listening to that song? Come on, do yourself a favor. As I like to say, that was a roller rink anthem, straight up. And someone who appreciates roller rink anthems and just 70s culture in general, it's this guy right here that comes in at number 18, Rob Zombie, his latest album They came out on March 12th, 2021, the day before my birthday. This album is called The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. I appreciate that it's a shorter title than the previous album, The Electric Warlock, Acid Witch, Satanic Orgy, Celebration Dispenser. But that all being said, I have really enjoyed the last three Rob Zombie solo albums, especially like the stuff he's put out in the last decade. I think people have overlooked those albums. They're super fun, short albums, so I think you should go check out all three of them. This one, no exception to being in the fun department. And, you know, it's weird. I don't expect much ever from him. I think it's just because I don't like a lot of his movies. It's almost made me think that I shouldn't expect anything from his music. But his music is always super fun, and it's got that feel of just, like, they definitely don't over-labor on it. It's something to that effect, like even Rob said, that they don't like jam to get the songs. They just go in and just start throwing ideas out. There's no jamming involved really so much as they just kind of create it. But it's a formula that works for sure. By the way, I should credit the producer of this album. I've been doing that, and I missed it on the last one because it was self-produced. But this guy's name is Zeus with two S's. I don't know anything about him, but yeah, there you go. Produced by Zeus. Not a pseudonym for Rob Zombie, I I did look that part up at least. But yes, The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy is a super fun record. And I I tend to, you know, and I guess saying weird is is kind of redundant for a Rob Zombie, but the songs that are kind of the weird, extra weird songs are the ones I tend to flock to on these albums. Like on that venomous rat thing, uh, the the third to last album, the ging gong de raga raga song. That was like my favorite song on the record. And I'm going with this one right here. Kind of gives me a Winona's Big Brown Beaver vibe, sort of like everybody's fucking in a UFO on the previous album. Yeah, I saw a lot of weird words right there, but th- these words and song titles do exist. I'm going with this one right here, and I got to put it in front of me to read it, or else I'm going to screw something up. But it's not the song title that counts. It's how fun it is, especially with Rob here. So, here's my favorite song off of this latest album. It's called 18th Century Cannibals, Excitable Morlocks, and A One Way Ticket on the Ghost Train. Ho down there with Rob Zombie with the 18th Century Cannibals, Excitable Morlocks, and a one way ticket on the Ghost Train from his latest album. Go get it now. Coming in at number 17, easier stuff to pronounce here. I don't have to have it in front of me. Uh, Is an album that came out on September 24th, 2021, produced by one of my favorite songwriters and you know, overall artist Lucinda Williams. She produced this album here by Jesse Malins the second time that she's produced an album for Jesse, and it's a great combination. Uh, Sunset Kids, the previous album, also a really good album. So, and I think I might like Sad and Beautiful World a little bit better. It's really, really good. Crack the top 20 here coming in at number 17. And just getting the record, like the vinyl record, it's a double album. It's not long per se, but it's definitely long enough to garner two slabs of vinyl. So Jesse's got a lot of material and he's just, he's so prolific. And, you know, he put out like two records in one year, one time. And uh, it was slow goings for me getting into him as a solo artist because I was so disappointed at the breakup of Degeneration that I really didn't give him a chance as a solo artist. But I wish I had earlier. He's just really super talented and it sounds honest and he's got all sorts of influences. So whether he's playing like heavy punk rock or he's doing this kind of singer-songwriter Americana stuff, it all works. And he always pays tribute to his heroes on his records, you know, whether he's referencing the Stones or like Bad Brains on this album. HR shows up and does an appearance on the record. And so like whenever you could say that HR and Lucinda Williams are on my record, then you, you probably got a damn good record right here. And I I could have played anything off of this. I'm going to go with this, which I like to call a handshake, something that might get you on the record. Uh, This is the cover song on the album. And it's undeniable here. Two of my favorite things coming together. I'm a big, huge, huge fan of Wildflowers by Tom Petty. It's one of my all-time favorite albums ever. And Jesse does one of the deeper songs on it, uh, A lot of Justice. So I wanted to feature it here on the show. So, from the Sad and Beautiful World album by Jesse Mallon, here's his rendition of Tom Petty's Crawling Back to You. Enjoy.
3: Waiting by the side of the road For day to break so we could go down into Los Angeles with dirty hands and worn out knees. Oh, 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 oh. I keep calling back to you. The stranger came with burning eyes The chambermaid woke surprised Thought she'd seen the last of him She shook her head Come
2: Chill-inducing rendition there of Crawling Back to You, the Tom Petty song, from the Sad and Beautiful World album by Jesse Mallon. Go get that record. Okay, coming in at number 16 right here. If you listened to the top albums of 2001, you know how much I'm a fan of this band right here. And I didn't really talk about the subsequent albums this band put out because in 2001 they put out their debut album, and I love that record. It did very well on the countdown. But subsequent albums, I just thought they were okay. Never quite thought they reached the level that the debut did. And that happens to a lot of bands. But I gotta say, this latest album that came out 20 years after their debut is the next best thing after the debut. Definitely worthy of doing well on the countdown. So I'm saying that to say I didn't give this album a pass just because of who they are. Because I've been very critical of their other albums, you know. Like I said, they're not bad albums; they're just all right. But man, Tomahawk, yes, Tomahawk. Mike Patton, Trevor Dunn, Dwayne Dennison, and John Stainer are back. They are back uh, creatively. They did just an amazing job on this new record called Tonic. And Mobility came out on March 26th, Chris's birthday, the C of C N J. March 26th, 2021, of course, on Ipacac Records, of course, produced by the band. And a guy named Colin Dupuy, I believe is how you pronounce that. Uh, I could be wrong, but it's not dubious. <laughs> that's for damn sure. Okay, but getting back to the record. This record is freaking great. If you're down with this kind of stuff, like the Mike Patton stuff, this one is a little more accessible than his other releases. Like I said, it's the second best Tomahawk record out there. So that's high praise. Get Tonic Immobility. It is Awesome. Here's my current favorite song, and there's a lot of good ones, but this is my current favorite song off the record. It's called Valentine Shine. Killer stuff right there by Tomahawk. Tonic Immobility is the name of the album. That song was called Valentine's Shine. Go get that record. And I've been saying go get that record this whole countdown, and I mean it. But I believe the majority of these albums are definitely available on goodrecords2go.com. All right. (laughs) Moving on here. Coming in at number 15 with a bullet right here. I haven't played this guy on the show ever And so he's making his debut here on Rock Strikes 10. Coming in hot, number 15 album of 2021 is Aaron Jones. Now, I remember reading about this guy and I just read about him first. I hadn't heard his music beforehand. I definitely should have done it the other way around because I was a little cynical about someone who's signed to John Barbados' Big Machine Records. You're thinking, oh, this is going to be this payola thing the fixes in and all this stuff. But this guy, self-made dude from Seattle, actually, and, and... Man, I gotta say, Seattle's gotta have a really tight-knit community where they seem to actually enjoy helping each other out, so getting back to earlier in the countdown, I was talking about the Duff McKagan-Jerry Cantrell connection, and I believe Duff actually plays some bass on Aaron's latest album, and he had played some of these songs on his radio show, that's how I got on this record. This album is called Child of the State, it came out on May 21st, 2021, produced by Scott Borchetta. And man, this thing smokes. It's just really good. It's just straight up rock and roll. Of course, there's a little bit of a blues angle there, but it's also got a lot of hard rock on it, too. So I really, really like this album. And I'm going to go with this one right here. It's simply called Free Turn It Up. that song it's got a killer chorus just great takeoff pure flight right there aaron jones the song is called free the album is called child of the state you should have it and another one you should have you're coming in at number 14 you knew that as soon as we kind of went up the charts here on the top 40 countdown of 2021 by myself here on rock strikes 10 that we had to get into some swedish rock because man sweden is definitely a hot spot has been basically for the i mean you know it's forever i guess but really like since the 90s like sweden just really just got it going on i mean you know all the great garage and punk bands metal bands stuff like that they just do it so damn well this band right here i was turned on to this by the great loose cannon of cobras and fire he hit me up sent me a message and he was like here's a band from sweden i'm sure you'll love it something like that and he was right i fucking love this record And once again, another band making its debut on here. That's what I love about this. Like more new acts, more things I've never played on the show. I love shit like this. Man, and this was one of those albums like I had to listen to it multiple times just to make sure that there really wasn't anything wrong with it because, you know, it's got that new shine to it new band you're into it's like is there any songs that aren't that good on here and the answer was no i mean it's it's damn near a perfect album i think there was like one or two songs that were like oh those those are okay so it's not a perfect album but man it really smokes that being said so the band is called velvet insane the album it probably has the best album title the whole year sorry rob zombie it's called rock and roll glitter suit but it came out on july 16th of 2021 Not sure who produced it. I cannot find that information. There's very little about this band online. I tried Discogs. I tried Wiki. All those kind of things. And just didn't seem to find anything. But that shouldn't stop you from getting the record. You'll definitely be the first on your block to have it. Guaranteed. Yes, once again, the band is called Velvet Insane. The album is called Rock and Roll Glitter Suit. And here's my current favorite song off of the record. Come to find out that there is a video for this as well. So go look it up uh, once you're done here with this show. Or at least go mark it, pause it, and then come back. The song is called Riding the Skyways. That was album number 14 on the top 40 of 2021. Velvet Insane, Rock and Roll Glitter suit as the album, and that song was called Riding the Skyways. That's the kickoff track on side two, if you have it on vinyl, and you should get it, at least on vinyl or something. You could buy it digitally, I suppose, if you need to. Whatever. I believe they're on Bandcamp, so go support them. Hopefully this is an early indication of a great long career for this awesome band. Okay, moving on here. Someone that also appeared on the Best of 2001 Albums Countdown, and I did not expect him to darken any countdown, at least lately, because I just, I guess I was kind of out on him. I don't know. I just, I heard some of his subsequent albums after his second one, because I like his second one, but everything else after, I was kind of like, what the hell's going on here? But man, I got to call this one of the big comebacks of the year. Maybe the comeback of the year. Andrew W.K., yes, you heard right. Andrew W.K. is back with an amazing, unexpected new album called God Is Partying. And if you loved his first two albums like I do, then you may not be ready for this album. Like, I don't know if you'll appreciate it. I'm not saying I'm so awesome that I can appreciate both things. But this is not the Andrew W.K. you grew up on. This is not Party Hard Andrew. It is absolutely a massive different experimental if you will it's it's not complicated it's just he's doing something entirely different he's basically doing european power hero metal at this point and the whole record is kind of like this actually that being said yeah european power metal hero metal whatever you want to call it the thing that iron maiden invented but also, a lot of meatloaf in here, you know. Of course, he's a classically trained pianist, there's a lot of Jim Steinman in there, so it's a combination of those two things. So, if you like meatloaf and iron main, then I've got a record for you, let me tell you. And it's this album, Andrew WK's God is Partying. Have I belted up enough for you? I mean, I don't know if you're ready for this. This thing is a damn epic, but yeah, and you're gonna be like, wow, it only came in at number 13, but it's it's awesome. It's damn near perfect. Anything around this point of the countdown is like a near perfect album. And uh, yeah, I guess if you're not convinced, you're never going to be convinced. But if I got a song for you, it's called My Tower. Wow, there you go. Andrew W.K. with My Tower from his latest album, Goddess Partying. I was so excited to play that song. I failed to tell you that it came out on September 10th of 2021, co-produced by Andrew and a guy named Ted Young. I have no information about that guy, but there you go. Man, you going to get that album now? You at least going to listen to it. Tell me you're at least going to listen to that, because that's, that's insane stuff right there. I love it. I can't believe this countdown is only going to get better. By law, it has to, right? But uh, how do you top that? Well, let's let's try. I think we might be able to pull it off here with album number 12 of the year and a band that I've always enjoyed from the get-go. But to me, and this might be an old man thing to say, I, and I've said it before about this band, really glad that as of a few albums ago, they really started to embrace the song. By that, I mean songs that will last a little bit longer than the average just, you know, metal jam, you know, so Mastodon right here on their eighth album called Hushed and Grim. It came out on October 29th, fittingly Halloween week of 2021 produced by a guy named David Botrill, who's got names like Muse and King Crimson and Smashing Pumpkins and Tool on his resume. So a guy like that you definitely want on a Mastodon record and this is a legit double album. Whether you buy it on vinyl or on CD, it's, it's a legit double. It takes two on both formats to get it done. It's damn near an hour and a half. But as luck would have it, at, at no point was I ever really bored by the album. It's a damn near perfect album. So the fact that they're writing great songs and they're pulling off a double album that doesn't really slow down, Man, Mastodon is really hitting it on all cylinders at this point. If I could use some more cliches, you know, the spike in the ball, the buzzer beater for the three point at the half court, whatever, they're doing it. And I'm glad they're doing it because man, metal needs some more icons because, you know, the old guard is going to die at some point. So we need slightly younger, fresher bands to like really carry the torch. That's just the way it is. It's just, it's a circle of life. It's a circle of art, whatever you want to call it. Okay. I'm not going to get too deep here. Let's get to the music. I could play a lot of songs off of this, but I'm going with this one right here because this one is really great. It stands very well on its own. It's called More Than I Could Chew. Mastodon right there, killing it, killing it right there with more than I could chew. That's almost more than anybody could chew. That's a, that's a hell of a song right there. Hushed and Grim is the record. You should own it. If you're any kind of metal fan, how do you not have this by now? Come on, man. Didn't just make my list, it made a lot of others. And a lot of other, you know, metal pundits and magazines and Facebook pages, they all had this at number one for the year, but they're a metal site. I am an all-encompassing rock and rock adjacent kind of show. But if this was a pure metal show, that would probably be the winner. I'm not, let, let's find out if there's more metal in this countdown. And I also need to give a shout out to all those side bands that Mastodon's involved in, but especially Gone is Gone and Killer Be Killed, two bands that are tied into the Mastodon family And when they put records out, they're always worth listening to. So there's a lot of stuff for you to get into. If you haven't gotten into the Macedon catalog themselves, there's a lot of other things for you to get down with. So yeah, that's always a lot of fun. So let me know if you're going to go do that just because I played you that one song. I'd love to know. Speaking of sidebands, this band that started off as a quote-unquote sideband that has become, I think, a full-time thing for all members involved. And I'm glad for it. The Night Flight Orchestra right here. Closing off the show here tonight with the number 11 album of the year. And hey, this is a band that has always been consistently in the top 10 when I do these year-end shows. That doesn't mean that this is a dip in quality. It just means that it's a really strong 2021. Not making excuses. That's just how it is. So yes, Night Flight Orchestra. This album is called Aromantic 2. It is a sequel to the Aromantic album that came out in 2020. There's no story here. It's just a sequel. But in this case, I think the sequel is better. I like this album a lot more immediately than I did Aromantic. I'm still kind of digesting that one. But this one, instantly enjoyable. Really happy about it. By the way, it came out on September 3rd of 2021. I don't know who produced it. I don't have it in front of me. Getting back to the task at hand here. If you're a new friend of the show or you're one of the people I bullied into listening to the show, finally, what took you so long? But Night Flight Orchestra is a band that definitely, if you're into AOR, rock and roll, classic rock, yacht rock, hard rock metal, anything that's like that that existed between the years 1975 and 1985, then this is your new favorite band because this is the music that they love too. And so I guess it's like a lot of corporate and AOR rock bands with like a slightly harder edge to it. That's the best way I can put it. I used to say it's like they just put a bunch of 70s and 80s bands name in a hat. They just drew them out every day. It's like, okay, we're going to write a song that sounds like a Elton John song. Or we're going to write a Kiss song today or a Toto song. That, that's basically how they do it, I think. So, yes, I love, love, love this band. I know I got some other friends of the show out there that love this band. Uh, The great Kevin Williams of the In Obscuria podcast just did a whole Night Flight episode, so you should go check it out after you finish off this particular episode. But just before that, enjoy this song right here. There's a lot of favorite songs off this album for me, but hey, it's the last song of the night, so let's go with the closer. This is Moonlit Skies. the show here today and the number 11 album of 2021 that was the night flight orchestra from their album aromantic 2 that was moonlit skies great stuff right there man could this countdown get any better well it's gonna have to because the top 10 is upon you join me in a few more days and i'll have it out and i'm gonna unleash the top 10 albums of 2021 upon the world for them to enjoy hopefully no i just few friends out there actually that actually do listen to the show i thank you you are my favorite people speaking of favorite people i'm going to send you right over here to my better half nola with the new plugs and the best damn outro song and all the podcasting business take it away nola
0: we would like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the show today you can reach us on facebook or twitter we love getting messages and always do our best to respond every time you share our show we give our cats ruby and ripley a treat We are on Twitter, at RockStrikes10, and the direct email is RockStrikes10 at gmail.com. When you search for us, the number 10 is always spelled out. If you would like to support our show financially, we do have RockStrikes10 shirts for sale. For $20, we will ship you out a high-quality, soft-as-heck, next-level-branded shirt and a button. Send us an email or direct message for more details or to order. Please help us spread the word about this show and all of our other quality shows by listening, liking, subscribing, and sharing. Our official website is cnjradio.com. You can visit this site for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10 going all the way back to episode number one. While you're on cnjradio.com, check out some of these other quality shows. The Wrestling House Show, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire audio transmissions, hosted by Randy Brown, a true alternative. The Last Theater, starring Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. And the I Am Vinyl podcast with Pete LaRussa and occasionally Joey. We also highly recommend that you check out our good friend Mark Striegel, who can now be heard exclusively on Sirius XM as part of Ozzy's Boneyard and Hair Nation. Last, but certainly not least, we would like to give an extra special thanks to the great Pete Larusa and the band Space Beard for the best outro song in the business. Go to facebook.com/spacebeardband to purchase their music and make sure to tell them that Rock Strikes Ten sent ya. We hope you tune into the next show. Until then, have fun.
4: Post game show is brought to you by
2: Christ, I can't find it. To hell with it.